0: Welcome in, everyone, to another Dynasty Stashes video. You guys loved the last one. So let's jump into five more Dynasty Stashes. First one, Parker Washington. And I know he's probably rostered in your league. He had a great game on Monday night. But just to go over him a little more, I really liked him coming into the NFL draft. Solid prospect out of Penn State. But he got sixth round draft capital, and he also got buried on a team with three wide receivers who were locked into the starting lineup. He was never going to replace Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, or Zay Jones from the beginning. So he was inactive for eight games early on in the season, saw minimal time and uh, no receptions in the three games he did play. But this week, Christian Kirk went out play one, forcing them to use Washington in the lineup. He had six receptions for 61 yards and a touchdown on six targets. And Christian Kirk is almost certainly going to miss the rest of the season with this groin injury. Maybe he'll come back in the Super Bowl if they make it. But for the foreseeable future, Parker Washington is going to be the wide receiver three on this team behind Ridley and Zay Jones. Therefore, if somehow he's on your waiver wire, he's a must-add in Dynasty. And because he has a chance to earn a role for 2024. Calvin Ridley is a free agent after this year. Zay Jones can be cut and save $4.5 They have large amounts of money already committed to Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram. So I like Washington's future in this offense, and this could be the week where he sees 70, 75% snaps. Who knows? And also, since Trevor Lawrence is injured, all the focus is on that. So just in case Washington slid by, uh, he is on my radar as stash number one. Number two, Chris Rodriguez. I liked him as a flyer going into the draft. He had 1,379 rushing yards in his best season in 2021. And then in 2022, in college, he had 904 yards in eight games. That's great. But unfortunately, he fell in the draft. And then again, he kind of landed on a depth chart where there was no displacing Brian Robinson or Antonio Gibson. He was going to be RB3 no matter what. So he's received minimal playing time. 31 carries for 154 yards. I haven't heard much talk about Chris Rodriguez this week. Why is that? Well, it's because the commanders are on bye. So Brian Robinson's hamstring injury has kind of been forgotten about. If you remember, he hurt his hamstring in week 13, but since they weren't playing in week 14, people didn't focus too much on it. Hamstring injury could be serious. I don't know that Brian Robinson is going to be ready to play week 15. I would lean probably not. Therefore, I would suggest picking up Chris Rodriguez now. He's more likely to be on your waiver wire than Parker Washington because he didn't actually do anything. So you never know what'll happen. Antonio Gibson is a free agent after this year. Chris Rodriguez has opportunity in dynasty and running back. That's all we're looking for. Add him to your roster. Now, we're getting into players now who don't necessarily have the opportunity on paper. But, They're players that I might want to add for different reasons. In this case, it's that Eric Gray hasn't really done anything all year for the Giants. But the Giants, I think, realize that they're not going to make the playoffs. So they're looking to see what they have in younger players. They already decided that they're going to keep Tommy DeVito as their starter over Tyrod Taylor, even though I think Tyrod Taylor is better. That's because Tyrod Taylor's an impending free agent. He's not going to be there next year whereas Tommy DeVito might be their backup quarterback for next year. So they need to see what they have. Similarly, both St. Barkley and Matt Breida are free agents. Matt Brita has been horrific. The Giants might bring back Barkley, but they're not going to bring back the ineff- ineffective Brita over a rookie on a rookie deal. So they need to see if Eric Gray has any potential. And with the possibility of Barkley leaving, if Gray shows Anything, even one long run, a couple of touchdowns, whatever. He'll gain dynasty value if the Giants don't retain Barkley because he'll be the nominal starter at that stage. It's the perfect type of stash in dynasty heading into the offseason. I'm not saying I even believe in Eric Gray, the talent, because I really don't, but But. you want to focus on value. And this is an opportunity to gain value. So he's on my list of stashes. Now, the next one. I will say this player, Xavier Gibson, he's shown something and I do like the talent here. This offseason, I was more focused on uh, the Jets, other UDFA, Jason Brownlee did a whole video on him and that was a mistake. Gibson has been more involved from the jump. He's been active for every single game, but he only has 12 catches for 159 yards and seven targets this year. Jets did get him involved in the running game, five carries 35 yards. Thing is though, I don't think the numbers really do a good job of telling you about Gibson's talent because the Jets offense has been so bad, changing quarterbacks without Aaron Rodgers, Zach Wilson in and out of the lineup. The backup quarterbacks have been horrible. So we haven't been paying attention to weapons in the Jets offense, especially past Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall who get all of the focus. But over the last five weeks, Gibson has had 58% of snaps or more. And in each of the last three games, He's had seventy percent or more snaps, and he's become the Jets' wide receiver two, behind Garrett Wilson, ahead of Alan Lazard. In the last five games, he's had eleven catches for one hundred fifty-five yards, averaging over you know thirty-one yards a game, which, considering how anemic the offense is for a rookie UDFA, is not terrible. That's actually showing something. Now, I'm not saying that Gibson is an amazing talent or superstar because I don't think he is, but He has a path to playing time next year when Aaron Rodgers returns. Alan Lazard is so horrible that even if the Jets have him under contract, I don't think they're going to be able to use him. This is like a Kenny Galladay situation. So Gibson has a path to be the wide receiver two, or at least the wide receiver three in playing time and a good offense. He's someone who has talent. He should be rostered in all dynasty leagues. And I don't think he is. So he's definitely on my list. The last one is purely based on vibes and coach speak, because there's certainly nothing on the field to show it. It's Isaiah Spiller. Now, Spiller failed to beat out Joshua Kelly for the backup role in either 2022 or 2023. And Joshua Kelly, we know, is bad. In fact, Spiller's only played 11 games over the last two years, and he just has 30 carries by 68 yards. So he's been horrible. Most of the time, he's been a healthy scratch. But We do know that Spiller was a superstar at Texas A&M in college. There was a point at which he was a top running back in the 2022 rookie class, and that obviously faded. But he still got fourth-round draft capital, so not totally irrelevant. Same draft capital as Joshua Kelly. I'm not saying that Isaiah Spiller will do anything necessarily, but Brandon Staley said that he's going to change up the running back rotation, whatever that means. If somehow that means that Isaiah Spiller gets involved, we know he has some talent. Both Kelly and Austin Eckler have been ineffective on the ground. So Spiller might get a chance, might have a little bit of dynasty value. This is only in the deepest of leagues, but I would consider adding him to your bench in those very, very deep leagues. Now, I appreciate everyone for watching the video so far. Uh, Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. And I thank everyone for the views on the last... Dynasty Stash video, over 1,100 views. And I love you guys for that. Of course, the link to the Patreon is in the top right corner. And only patrons get to ask these advanced questions for the show. I just have four of them today. But we will jump into the Patreon questions now. The first one, what do we do with Drake London in Dynasty? So frustrating, Drake London. Bad quarterback play. But I do think that Arthur Smith, for all the crap that we give Arthur Smith... think that he sees drake london as the number one weapon drake london is considered consistently used unlike kyle pitts drake london is not taken off the field randomly i think we just have to hold drake london and hope that the problem has been the quarterback play because drake london has always been talented he had a great rookie year and he doesn't look worse on tape or anything so drake london is a solid hold in dynasty now chase brown Look good last night. I know it's early, but do you think they move on from Mixon next year? I do. I think that Mixon has been relatively ineffective. They're going to get out from under this contract. They're not going to keep paying him. Now, I don't think that that means they move to Chase Brown as a starter. I think they bring in someone else, and they kind of have a committee approach. They've kind of gotten away from the running game. They pass more and more, especially when Joe Burrow was in. But even with Jake Browning, they still threw it 70, uh, 37 times. So... Uh, Yes, I think they move on from Mixon next year. The only reason Chase Brown wasn't picked as a dynasty stash is because I think he's too widely um, rostered. He's really not available in almost any leagues. I like this one. I've heard a lot of talk about this. Is there a possibility that Marvin Harrison Jr. is the 101 over Caleb Williams in Superflex drafts? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no because I think that The quarterbacks are just worth so much. Caleb Williams is a prospect on the level of uh, Trevor Lawrence. And it's just so hard to replace that wide receivers are easier to find. I know, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. is, is amazing, but I still think that I'm going to lean toward Caleb Williams. Uh, You know, at the end of the day, the top five players in my dynasty Superflex rankings are quarterbacks. And then you get to a wide receiver and then, um, two wide receivers in Jefferson and Chase, and then four of the next five players are quarterbacks. So the value upside for a high-end quarterback is just a lot higher. You have to be Jefferson or Chase to really be in that high-end tier as a, receiver, as a wide receiver. So I'm going to lean Caleb Williams. But uh, Marvin Harrison is going to be up there. He's going to be number two almost for sure, even over other quarterbacks like uh, Drake May. Uh, we kind of talked about this. Given how things are shaking out in the charged backfield Is there running back currently on the roster to, to own, Seems like they're all mad with little, no upside or long-term value. I honestly think they're going to restart this whole backfield next year. They're not going to re-sign Austin Eckler. Joshua Kelly is a free agent and he sucks. Isaiah Spiller, meh. They're going to bring in other running backs and they're going to restart next year. Um, But yeah, it's all gross is my short answer to this question. Now, I want to thank everyone for watching. Uh, Everyone who signed up for Patreon for those questions. And of course, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Tune into our main show every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern if you want to ask questions. And until next time, I'll see you all later. Peace out.